Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and in Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Kind of interesting from the manager of billionaire Michael Bloomberg's campaign. He says that Donald Trump is winning the race so far. Hmm. Uh, that's his explanation as to why his boss decided to make his bid uh, for the White House. Well, take note, that may be the last time you hear honesty from the Bloomberg 2020 campaign. Yes. <laughs> uh, Fox News reported uh, that Donald Trump is winning. He's winning that election. This is what uh, Kevin Sheakey said. It's, a, it's very tough for people who don't live in New York or California to understand that, but that is what's happening. <laughs> think he's right. I think that's right. And yeah, the people in New York and California who live around liberals, work with liberals, go home to liberals, uh, where are they going to hear any kind of talk about how people like Donald Trump? They just don't. And then they watch CNN and they think they're winning. And you're not. Uh, He went on to say Mike was doing everything he could from the sidelines and he finally decided it wasn't enough to sit on the sidelines and he needed to do what he could to alter that dynamic Mm. well that's big of him yeah lucky us right yeah what we're focusing on is defeating trump if you look at the polls and people can't focus on this enough the general election is in six states that's it it's in Wisconsin, Michigan, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Florida, and Arizona. That's the whole general election. Yeah, because everything else is already decided, right? Texas is decided. California is decided. Uh, New York is decided. Massachusetts. On and on and on and on. Indiana's going to be decided. Utah's decided. So, yeah, there are... Uh, what were those six states? Wisconsin. Okay. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. North Carolina. Florida and Arizona. Yeah. Sorry. See, I went a little. Yeah. Howard, Howard Dean. Dean on you yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Notice that. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. From what, 2005? 2004 is when we, we hold our presidential elections. Okay. Yeah. yeah, 2004. Mm-hmm. Good. That was good. Thank um, you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that you were going to sit there and linger on that, but okay. I'm glad I could oblige. Uh, so, really, that's those six mm-hmm. states. Uh, you don't. Let's see, Wisconsin, Michigan, yeah, okay, I guess. Man, I never thought of it just coming down to those six. Ohio, I guess they're giving up on Ohio, huh? Maybe, yeah, good. So what else are they? Huh. Well, I mean, that's according to Bloomberg's campaign. Yeah. I don't know if everybody sees it that way, but that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, Ohio and Missouri, they're just yeah. saying nope, okay. Maybe they're not even in play right now. Hmm. After, uh, of course, after months of speculation, Bloomberg finally joined the the race on Sunday, calling President Trump an existential, they love that word now, I I don't know why, but this is the big word of the day, an existential threat to our country and our values. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) sure. Okay. You know who's an existential threat is all of these, are all of these Democrats. Yeah. uh, So that word has replaced... uh unsustainable yeah well i guess i, I think they're going to use that too you mix that one in too stuff? i think it's replaced contemporaneous oh yeah <laughs> I think that's, that's right. the word it, com- yeah. it replaced forgot about that one <laughs> <laughs> okay uh but 
We'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, those states were kind of in question last time, and Trump wound up winning Wisconsin and Michigan, and I think Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. North Carolina, Florida, and Arizona. I think he won all those, didn't he? Yeah. And so if the Democrats could get those back, yeah, there's no path. Uh, and it's certainly not going to be Michael Bloomberg that gets those back for Democrats. 888 also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, new Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Pro- protest the Daytona 500. Yeah, we got a new Twitter account, oh, a new, a new movement among us. Mm-hmm. Oh, isn't that wonderful? So protesters are planning to uh, storm the track at the Daytona 500. It's got to be a joke, right? I don't know. That's asinine. And, and their, their tweet says that they were inspired. Mm-hmm. <sighs> inspired by the halftime protest uh, of Harvard, at Harvard and Yale, which was ridiculous. The plan of action is to storm the track after the first stage is completed. First stage. Climb the catch fence. Get on the track if possible. Uh, no. Oh, my goodness. NASCAR has a large carbon footprint that needs to be stopped. Um, this well, can't be real. It's at anti-Daytona. Jeez. Is the Twitter handle. It can't be. This I wonder be if real. that is. Yeah, maybe maybe somebody's doing that as a joke because it was so stupid to, to do the halftime thing. Now we're going to do the Daytona and get run over by speeding NASCARs. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bet that is a joke. What did I just say it was? Anti what? Anti Daytona. Anti Daytona. Right? Yeah. Let's just make yeah. sure. I, I want to just see At if it's Anti Daytona. I want to just see if it's still uh, up. Still up. Yeah, it's still there. Is it really? Got a big. Uh, huh. Let's see. I mean, it's obviously a movement that's it's taking hold with 147 followers uh, thus far. But wow. I mean, it's the early stages of the campaign. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, yeah, go ahead and pre-order your. Uh, your headstones uh, for whatever day the uh, Daytona fi- February sixteenth. I think I looked it up. Um, so this is that, that would be ugly. Oh my gosh! Please don't be that stupid, y'all. I know that's ridiculous. Mm. And maybe that's the point. I hope. And I plus, hope it's a joke. Yeah, because that's really, really stupid. And, and NASCAR and Rob's a big NASCAR fan down the hall. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, they they already do these green initiatives. You were telling me about their. Uh, some recycling program they do. I know they use that weird eco-friendly gasoline now, right? Uh, uh, yes, they plant trees. They plant trees. I mean, recycle all the oils and grease. Recycle the. I mean, come on. I mean, that sounds like they're already being very proactive with the environment. But uh, no, you you guys hmm. do that. You storm the Daytona 500 and uh, lay on the track. Lay lay on the. I don't think you'll have time to lay on the track. But yeah, um, dumb. Man, <laughs> I'm just looking at these uh, looking at these uh, tweets. We advise fans to bring reusable water bottles to all NASCAR races. Okay. You look like an idiot. Yeah, that's uh, good grief. Yeah, so anyway, um, I don't know. I'm kind of looking at these tweets. I'm thinking it might be real. I mean, here's a story. You think it might be real? Yeah, because it says Formula One pledges zero uh. carbon footprint by 2030. And it's all these other... Formula One's different than NASCAR, though. I understand, but I'm saying they're going out of their way to, to post all of these, like, race-related... Uh, really? Uh, or, you know... Yeah. Environmentally-themed race friendly. stories. Yeah. Oh, boy. So, anyway... The only way to really be environmentally friendly is not to waste any gas at all, you know? 
and not put all that carbon, that needless CO2 into the atmosphere when you're racing. Stop racing. If you want to be really environmentally friendly, stop racing. How are the protesters all going to get to Daytona to assemble? I mean, certainly they don't all live next door to the racetrack. No, they're all going to walk. They're going to walk. Oh, start yeah. working now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Give a few months. Right. Hmm. Yeah, they get a little time, right? Daytona 500 is what? March? February. April? It's February. Oh, it's yeah. February? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So well, it's even uh, sooner than I thought. Yeah. So it's always like a week after this. Yeah. February 16th. There we go. 2020. So start walking now. <laughs> you got a few months to get to the track. If you're coming from Alaska, yeah, you might have wanted to start a, um, a long time ago. See if you can you borrow might. Greta's boat. <laughs> Hope the winds are favorable. With, with just a sail, no engine in it. That's right. It's got to be a, a sail only. And you got to have an oar. You know? Right. None of this. Uh, right. Uh, None of this motor environmentally unfriendly stuff. motor stuff. <laughs> So ridiculous. Yeah. These people are just, they're butt stupid. If this is a real thing where they're going to go out and sit on the track or stand on the track or whatever with race cars whizzing by at 200 miles an hour, of course, I I guess they could do it before the race and try to prevent the race from happening. They said after the first stage, which I don't know what that means, the first stage. I mean, that's, right? That that is not NASCAR speak, right, Rob? I mean, it's just, there's no stage. Is it really? What does that mean, stage? I don't understand. First stage. Race is divided up into three stages. What? I okay. You just go and then you huh. pit stop when you need to. Why wouldn't you try to stop it before the race begins? Yeah. It's... To save any any carbon footprint. Hmm. Dummies. It is dumb. But the, the, these protesters, <laughs> these eco freaks. I mean, they are certifiable. I mean, they yeah. are they are a, yes, they, they are. are more fanatical than any religion. Uh, most oh. religions. Um, it is a religion, though. <laughs> exactly. It is a religion. It's become a religion to them. Mm-hmm. They worship Gaia. They That's worship right. the creation, not yeah. the creator. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I like this. Studies show that very few people actually have a fight with their family over politics on Thanksgiving. I know that uh, I've got some uh, in-laws, in- <sighs> people who might be married to my children, who might be somewhat leaning left, hmm. and uh, oh, so you're looking I, forward I to Thursday. Try really hard to just avoid it because um, so Pat, drives me uh, out of my, my eyes bleed. How's work going? How's how's everything? Yeah, going? it's fine. Yeah, it's cool. good. Cool. Yeah, you guys been talking good. about uh, politics? Nah, we don't. I don't even. I don't even know. I can't remember. But did you guys like a like yeah, a political no. type? You know what I'm mostly focused on is football a, for for Thanksgiving. Got an election year coming yeah. up. Yeah, really good turkey though, isn't it? Yeah. You like it? You like the turkey? You see what Trump did the other day? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. But you're a radio talk show. So, I know. I missed it though. Uh, so <laughs> I avoided like the plague. No kidding. I don't want to talk about it. Uh, so do Americans by and large engage in political skirmishes over the Thanksgiving day, uh, Thanksgiving dinner table studies actually show that few Americans argue on Thanksgiving. They prefer to practice that age old axiom, agree to disagree as they enjoy another slice of pecan pie, uncle Roscoe and auntie Carol made from scratch. Uh, in reality, very few uh, Americans actually fight about politics on Thanksgiving, said uh, notes Abraham Gutman of the Philadelphia Inquirer. A 2017 HuffPost YouGov survey 
found only 3% hmm. found said that they're very likely to uh, argue on Thanksgiving, and 8% are somewhat likely. So maybe 11% at the most okay. will even argue good. Uh, on Thanksgiving. That's, that's really good. Just avoid it, man. Seriously. But then we've got some uh, nice advice from CBS. <laughs> Rex Nutting at uh, CBS mm. says, if your uncle corners you at a Thanksgiving t- dinner and starts talking about how the U.S. economy is the best it's ever been, what should you do? Oh, no. What should you uh, do? You should deny reality and say, no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. That's what you should I do. I guess it depends on who the home team is. You know, <laughs> Whose house are we at? And then right. decide if you're going to talk or not. <laughs> if you're feeling a little pugnacious, he writes. Oh, boy. You should tell him that the economy is on, more or less, the same trajectory it was when Donald Trump was inaugurated. Shut up. It is not. Three years ago. Look at the, look at the stocks. Look at unemployment. Mm-hmm. Decent growth in output, jobs, and incomes. In fact, there was no growth in income under Obama. It's grown under Trump, though. You could talk about how all of us work hard, but most of the bounty we produce... Yeah, oh, ends no. up in the hands oh, no. of a very few. Oh, no. Yeah. Way yeah. to ruin Thanksgiving. I didn't you know see why where that this is. was going. You know why that is, Keith. Why? Capitalism. Capitalism. I've heard that. Yeah. Like it Like it uh-huh. sucks, right? Oh it's, oh, it's great for the few. Uh-huh. But it sucks for the many. For those winners of life's lottery? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What would Thanksgiving dinner be like if the food were distributed the way wealth is in America? (laughs) Here's the thing. Oh, no. Butthook. (laughs) Wealth isn't distributed in America. It's created by individual workers who go out and work hard and use their skill and uh, their commitment, and they create wealth through, through those... Through that uh, effort, it's not distributed like it is in socialism. Actually, poverty is distributed in socialism. Uh, But he says, imagine for a minute that you're standing at the head of the table about to carve the turkey. 19 of your relatives are watching with hungry eyes and drooling lips as you slice down the breastbone and take half the turkey and plop it on your plate. Wait a minute. Yeah, that's what capitalism is like. That's your fair share, according to our economic system. One twentieth of the people has half of the wealth. There, there's your little, there's your little Thanksgiving pie. And by the way, uh, capitalism isn't divided up like a pie. <clears throat> capitalism is like a bakery where everybody comes in and bakes their own pies, takes them home and eats them themselves, and their their families. And if they want to, they distribute some others to the to the poor. You proceed to take half of the sweet potatoes, half of the green beans. Uh, you're welcome to that. Take them all, in fact. <laughs> take all of the freaking green beans. Wait a minute. You take? Uncle Bob or whatever. take <laughs> yeah. half of everything? Yeah, you do. You don't earn it? No. Okay. Half of the stuffing, half of the cranberry sauce, and half of the wine. Life is good. Thank you, Lord. Later, you'll take half the half the pumpkin pie your grandmother baked with love, and half of the pecan pie your brother-in-law baked with joy. It's stealing. Your relatives object loudly. 
Why do you get half? We grew the vegetables. We raised the turkey. (laughs) What family member raised turkeys? (laughs) Shut up. You went to the store. You brought you. You bought a frozen turkey. We cooked the meal. We baked the pies, and we set the table. You didn't do a thing except go upstairs to talk to your broker. <laughs> Hang on, time out, time out. Okay, time so out, that's capitalism. Out. Nobody earns their money. Start thawing out your turkeys now. I don't want you being caught flat-footed when it's too late. So get them out of the freezer. Well, yeah, it's already. Is it too late? Two now? days away. Yeah. So you need. To- no, I think it's about time. Yeah. yeah. So just thanks mm-hmm. for the reminder there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so you got this jerk at the Thanksgiving table taking m- more than his share. His broker. I love how he keeps mixing his metaphors here. But go ahead. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Why do I deserve half? You reply because I own the farmland where the turkey was raised and where the veggies were grown. Because I own the factory where this carving knife was made, and because <laughs> I hired the scientist who tweaked the genes of the turkey to make it extra plump. What a freak! This is ridiculous. <laughs> This is embarrassing. Yeah. It's a CBS Market Watch. And most of all, because I came up with the slogan, Prime Free One Day Delivery. Oh, okay. Be thankful I don't take it all. Oh, That's what right. you tell your family members. Be thankful I don't take it all, you peasants. Yeah. And then, uh, he, and then you spit on him. And uh-huh. then he spits on every single one of them. Right in their eye. We're going to post this on Twitter, at Pat Unleashed, if you'd like to see this and... You tell them not to worry so much. There's still half an extra plump turkey left on the platter, and, you know, eventually, most of what's edible is gone (laughs) after I've taken my part. Over at the uh, other table, the other 10 relatives will have have to share a few bites, a little skin here, a little meat there, some gristle, some fat. (laughs) You're getting gristle out of a turkey, or are you having steak for dinner? What's the deal? (laughs) Where's the gristle part of the turkey? That's true. Where is that? Yeah. I'd like to know about the gristle in turkey. <laughs> this guy's a moron. And your uncle gets to graw, oh, gets to gnaw on the wishbone while you put three quarters of what was on your plate into Tupperware for a late night snack. Oh, yeah, you got to <laughs> save. You got to, absolutely, you got to plan ahead, right? And here's the line. You knew it was coming. Uh-oh. That's what Thanksgiving dinner would be like if... If it were played by the rules of capitalism. Oh, shut up. Must you be taught the lesson Uh, of the pilgrims? Good golly, that is ridiculous. Capitalism is what saved them. Oh, capitalism is what saved this planet and, and brought billions, literally billions of people out of poverty. I mean, China alone, once they've gone to the hybrid capitalist system, and mixed communism, which was killing people and starving their population uh, and bringing nothing but poverty to them, has now has now lifted 600 million people out of poverty. Mm. Why, uh, why not 700 million? I bet socialism could right, fix yeah, that. Right? Right? Well, they were already doing that, so um, maybe not. I just... <laughs> maybe not. That's so... It's unbelievable. It, it, please, the, learn history. I know. It's socialism know. that was almost the death knell for this nation before it began. Well, it was socialism that was tried at Jamestown. Mm-hmm. And then the pilgrims went the other way. Well, eventually they went the other way. Yeah, eventually. Um, yes. And that's why they survived. That and, and the Indians helped them. Right. And the Native Americans. But, but it but. was the fact that... that Families uh, mm-hmm. at 
Plymouth Rock were working for other families. Right. Yeah, bring all your stuff to the storehouse. Well, Joe's not bringing crap. Why am I bringing most of the stuff here? Can I tell you something, though? Mm. I didn't land at Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on me. Right. See? Okay. There it is. <laughs> I mean, that just sums it up right wow. now. Wow. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it hurt. And it, and it hurt. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. But, uh, I mean, that's but, uh, that's how they survived, yep. is when they finally started uh, getting the excess of their labors there and uh, you know, sell what you whatever your family doesn't need. It's called and, profit. And because of all the ridiculous decisions made at Jamestown and the fact that uh, they didn't do things in a smart, spiritual, free enterprise sort of way. They wound up eating each other at the end. <laughs> so... That didn't go really well. I mean, it's better than grizzle. Grizzle and fat. I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure. Mm. All right. Uh, If you're spending all of your time hunched over your cell phone or computer, obsessed with the next breaking news story on Facebook, uh, let's face it. Our society is living kind of a sedentary lifestyle. We We need better exercise. We need better nutrition. And as far as the nutrition is concerned, I can definitely help you with that. Field of Greens. I use it. I love it. It was developed by med- medical doctors and sports nutrition experts. It will boost your immunity, help with digestion, bloating, all-around health. It's made of 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Give it a try. Go to BrickHousePat.com. They'll give you 15% off the first order when you use the offer code PAT. Now, if you're not satisfied, just send it back. Get a full refund. But start your day, like I do, with Field of Greens. BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Offer code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. I didn't land at Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on me. You need some cheering, a little clapping. An appreciative crowd of disgruntled Americans. Pilgrims go home. Pilgrims go home. Well, what were they? They're a bunch of white people. Am I right? Get them out of here. Get them out. Worthless. Worthless white people. Okay? (laughs) Worthless whiteies. And we can't have that anymore. (sighs) Can't have that. 888-933-93. If only Plymouth Rock would have landed on all those white people who landed here, uh, then we wouldn't... We wouldn't be in the mess we're in right now. Could have saved us a lot of trouble. <laughs> yes, it yeah. could have, my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so ridiculous. Speaking of which, have you noticed, <clears throat> this is incredible, another article uh, about all the upheaval going on all over this planet. Sort of like, as was outlined on the three specials, especially the third special that Glenn did on The Blaze, uh, number three was last week <clears throat> talking about Soros's adventure and his uh, initiative to uh, foment revolution all over the world. Well, let's see. From Chile to Sudan, Lebanon to Colombia, mounting anger and frustration over rising economic and social inequality, political corruption and disillusionment with democratically elected and authoritarian governments have led to a wide array of mass protests and George Soros's civil society initiative is also, uh, don't kid yourself, heavily involved in these. 
Here's some of the things that uh, people are protesting, fighting about, getting out in the streets over. In Iran, uh, President Hassan Rouhani's announcement last week that fuel subsidies would be slashed, resulting in up to 50% hikes in gasoline. Tens of thousands rallied across Iran. People are pissed. Now, I don't know. I don't know if just the 50% increase would cause mass riots like this. Maybe. Maybe Soros isn't involved in this one. But 106 people have been killed since protesters took to the streets. 106 people killed already. The actual number could be a lot higher. Right. Uh, because authorities blocked internet access for Iranians on November 16th. And so the flow of information not getting, not getting out of the country. Uh, in the Sudan, protests began last December over then-President Omar Hassan Ahmad Bashir's decision to trim bread and fuel subsidies after Bashir was overthrown in an April coup following nearly three decades of rule. Mass demonstrations continued, hmm, stoked perhaps by civil society, with protesters calling for the military government to hand over power to civilians. Largely made up of young doctors and lawyers, they reached a power-sharing agreement due to last for 39 months. In Lebanon, what started as a protest against a tax, a tax on WhatsApp. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It started over a tax on an app. Are you kidding me? Morphed into 4 million people from all walks of life taking to the streets. Tell me George Soros and his group and his civil society plan isn't behind that. Come on. It's an app. Don't get the app. Wow, that's amazing. Don't tax the app, though. I mean, (laughs) right. Government. In Chile, or Chile. No, we're doing Chile. Okay. We're we're, we're sticking old school. And we're also using stewardess, not flight attendant. (laughs) Continue. As in Iran and Lebanon, protests in Chile were triggered by a price hike on an economic staple. Get this. <laughs> oh, no one. It, they, they raised subway fares. You know how much? What, 6,000%? You know, by... That's a reason to riot. <laughs> yeah. They raised it six times the price, 600 times the price. Oh, no. A million times. <laughs> they raised it four cents. <laughs> yeah, four cents. And people leapt into action. Protests began demanding improvements. They, they wanted the rollback of price. Then they wanted the improvements in pensions, healthcare, education. That's all stoked by Soros. Mm. In Colombia, tens of thousands of Colombians discontented with President Ivan Duque. Is it Duque? Duque? I'm not familiar with President Duque or Duque. Oh, the dude, Duque. Let's yeah. do Duque. President right. Duque. Uh, and economic inequality took to the streets. Amid growing unrest in South America, protests have also rocked Bolivia and Ecuador, as well as Chile. In Colombia, according to World Bank, uh, the top 10% of earners received 39% of the nation's income in 2017. Capitalism. <laughs> Except I don't think they I think Colombia is probably closer to socialism. Mm. In Iraq, more than 300 people, including at least 13 Sunday, have died during demonstrations that have gripped Baghdad and Shiite Muslim-dominated provinces since October 1st. Largely leaderless. Sound familiar? Antifa? That's the problem with Antifa, everybody says. Well, there's no leadership, so you really can't do anything with that. 
with that group of people. There's no leadership. What are you going to say to them? So this is also leaderless. I mean, this is exactly what civil society does. They've been organized on social media by citizens frustrated with government corruption and high unemployment. The protesters also aim to overhaul Iraq's sectarian power-sharing system imposed after the 2003 invasion by, by us, of course. Uh, authorities responded with live ammunition and tear gas. Oof. They don't mess around in the Middle East. You, they don't mess around. No. Although a majority of the country's revenue comes from oil, an estimated $79 billion worth, ordinary Iraqis struggle to make ends meet. 22% of Iraqis live in poverty, and unemployment hovers around 11%. Hmm. Damn, that country is just... Ah. Makes you wonder <sighs> if, we, if we should have been there and if we should be there. I mean, they just they can't seem to get the grasp of freedom can they they just don't seem to understand how to make it work for them in their reality yeah the the differences that separate them in in those middle eastern countries man that 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 is it's tough it comes down to blood yeah it's really tough and that you can't work with in a in a democracy right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three much more pat gray unleashed coming up Pat Gray Unleashed. I am. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Vanity Fair's impeachment data is terrible news for Democrats. Hmm. Well, that's surprising because I I was told by Adam Schiff it was in an ironclad case. Huh. Huh. Imagine my utter surprise. The far-left Vanity Fair got its Trump-hating hands on some exclusive impeachment data. (laughs) And it's all bad news for Democrats and their fellow coup plotters in the media. The headline reads, Polling suggests Democrats' impeachment push could alienate key voters. The sub-headline reads, Data exclusive to Vanity Fair shows impeachment could be a losing issue for Democrats hoping to recruit independents in 2020. Lots of people who don't like Trump who are still prepared to vote for him, says uh, one political science expert. Yeah, because the field of the Democrats is nightmarish, catastrophic. And I think a lot of independents understand that. We can't possibly elect any of them. (laughs) It would be a disaster for this country. Mm -hmm. By a huge margin of 62 to 22, the all-important independent voters who will probably decide the election in 2020, especially in key, key states, say that impeachment is more important to politicians than it is to me. <laughs> and get this, by another gigantic margin, 61-23, independents say impeachment is more important to the media than it is to me. Vanity Fair concludes that these numbers can only mean impeachment proceedings are viewed as bread, uh, bread and circuses, for the anti-Trump crowd in Washington and the media. Uh, one other juicy number is that on the list of priorities independents hold, only 27% describe impeachment as a top prior- priority, which means it pulls well below the deficit uh, health care. Deficits at 74%. 
Healthcare, 72%. And infrastructure, 70%. If somebody asked you, give me your top 30 uh, priorities for this country, would infrastructure be in the top 30? <laughs> I don't think it would for me. Well, okay, here's, <clears throat> here's the thing. Mm-hmm. In Texas, no. Because, see, in Texas, we build new stuff when we need new stuff. In the Northeast, yeah. everything's decrepit and crappy, and they're used mm. to asking government to solve their problems. So up there, mm-hmm. it probably is an issue in the Northeast. Yeah, could be. Um, could be. But as far as um, a, uh, a freedom-loving American living in a state whose ideals are generally reflected, um, then no. No. Because here, mm-hmm. we, we actually have money to build new stuff without yeah. asking the federal government to step in with some new program. I'm really surprised Vanity Fair even printed this because it's, right. it's bad for Democrats. And, and Vanity Fair, as mentioned, is far left. And they got Mr. Bug Eyes uh, on the front here, Adam Schiff. The, what is the deal with those eyes? Does he have that uh, Barbara Bush problem? What was that called? I forget oh, what really? it's called, where your eyes kind of bug out a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. That's, a, that, that's got a name? That's a thing, yeah. There's a name for it. Mm. I don't remember what it is. But mm. it looks like he has it, because he looks uh, stark raving insane every time you look at him. Well, when I, when I, when I Google bug eyes condition, <laughs> the result I get is uh, uh, exophthalmos, I don't know, also known as proptosis. Is a medical ah, term for bulging or protruding eyeballs. Oh. It can affect one or both eyes and is okay. most often caused by thyroid <laughs> eye disease. I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. If I've got one uh, proptosis eyeball, let's just do both of them. <laughs> I just go for both of them. I don't want just one bug <clears throat> eye. <laughs> yeah, you seem a little unbalanced there. Yeah, yeah. probably would look I'll worse. Take, I'll take the set, please. Yeah. yeah. If I've got to have one. It's like when one eye goes scattywampus and it's over in the corner of your eye and the other is looking straight down the middle and you don't hang, know which hang, eye to look at. Hang yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Scattywampus. Scattywampus. Would you, could you spell that one for me? No. Really? Mm-hmm. I really like that word, but I kind of yeah. want to know how to spell it. Just like it sounds. Uh, I'm going to have to Google. Do you know, like, uh, that, that's a real word? I don't know. I don't it should th- be. I, I don't know. It, well. Do you, if you don't know how to spell it, how are you going to figure out if it's a real word? <laughs> Did you mean <laughs> cattywampus? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, he continues. I can't wait till this thing goes to the Senate because it is going to humiliate Adam Schiff and these boneheaded Democrats who are insisting on this uh, ridiculous circus. When it goes to the when it goes to the Senate and the Senate calls the whistleblower. Adam Shar- Sharamella. <gasps> Eric. The, yeah. Eric, yeah, mm-hmm. not Adam. Adam Schiff. And they're going to call Adam Schiff, by the way, which is... Oh. They're going to call Adam Schiff. They're going to call Eric Sharamella, which is the name you can't say. Nobody knows who the... Adam <laughs> Schiff doesn't even know the whistleblower. Really? Uh-huh. I, I, yeah, I, I know the name of the whistleblower. Why don't you, when he was in your office, talking to you about what Trump did? So bizarre. So bizarre. And it led to this, sadly. 
When the name is disguised and they won't tell you why, Charamella. When the dem seem to lie till it reaches the sky, Charamella. We'll sing, I am like a king, I am like a king, and we say you're a douchebag. <laughs> all they say is just hearsay, it's all sage and a red flag. When it seems really cruel that they've made you the fool, Charamella. When it seems so complete that they've just got you beat, Charamella. When you wish it's a dream, but you know you're not dreaming, Charamella. Excuse me, but you see back in old DC, Charamella. So somebody knows. Somebody knows the uh, the name of the whistleblower. I don't know who, because uh, the only name we have is Eric Sharamella. You know, the partisan hack who worked for uh, Joe Biden uh, and Barack Obama, and yes, is a CIA agent, uh, and hung around the White House, which was a huge mistake for Trump to allow that in the first place, hmm. but uh, has been working against Donald Trump since he got into office. I mean, I don't know about all that, but uh, I really have a hankering for some breadsticks and like a <laughs> like a big bowl of salad. A, a lot of garlic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I could do some yeah. of that right now. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really know where weird. that feeling came from. I mean, mm. you'd think it'd be like turkey and dressing, but yeah, no, you would all think of a sudden, cause I want Italian Thanksgiving food. two days away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Conan, the dog injured in the Al Baghdadi raid, was honored by President Trump at the White House. Uh, was it? This was just yesterday. Yep. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, so, uh, he was injured during the mission that killed uh, Abu al-Baghdadi, and he was honored yesterday <clears throat> during a surprise ceremony at the White House with President Trump, Vice President Pence, and the First Lady Melania in attendance. Conan, who was named, <laughs> this is sad, after the talk show host Conan O'Brien. Oh, what do you mean that's sad? No. Sad. What? Yeah. <laughs> was hailed by Trump as a special animal who helped execute a flawless attack on the ISIS leader. Conan came over from the Middle East, just arrived with some some of the great people from the special forces that did the, it was a flawless attack. <laughs> Speaking in chopped up little fragments of sentences that uh, the president is known for. Just arrived with some of the great people from the special forces that did the, it was a flawless attack. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Uh, and al-Baghdadi, al-Baghdadi is gone. That was a flawless attack, and I, I just met quite a few of them, and we just gave Conan a, a medal and a plaque, and he's going to hang that on the wall at his home. Sure his little doghouse? Yeah, yeah. Do you think, the, does he have a wall that's Yeah, he's got a wall of awards for... that he's won in the past. Wow. Stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty proud. Yeah, and named after uh, Conan <laughs> O'Brien due to his shaggy hair. Oh, really? So that's why. That's great. That's fun. Now, the Babylon Bee has an update on this story. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, on Conan the dog? Yeah. Okay. And it's it's not good. What do you mean it's not okay. good? We just honored a hero <laughs> dog from a flawless raid. I know. Yet, 
CNN apparently did a little digging on this dog. What? Yeah. Oh. And they've uncovered evidence the hero dog sniffed dozens of butts back in college. <laughs> now, why didn't we know this before he was honored at the White House? That's what I want to know. Everyone, that is, except CNN, who quickly searched through the dog's internet history and, and college yearbooks. Oh, no. Sure enough, uh-huh. CNN found a picture of the hero dog partying at <laughs> obedience school. <laughs> In the picture, the dog is seen sniffing a butt without consent. Whoa, see? That's inexcusable. That's inexcusable. No. You can't do that at a party. Well, really anywhere, unless you you have consent, then you go ahead. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Good old, and then it was redacted. It was redacted? Mm -hmm. He was nuts, said one German shepherd who attended Old Yeller Obedience School with the hero dog, according to a CNN report. He was always sniffing anybody could find, cats, dogs, humans, you name it. He didn't have a preference. He identified as pansniffuel. <laughs> you know who complained. It was probably one of those little, I don't know, Bichon <laughs> Frises, yeah. whatever, you know. Little, mm-hmm. Probably a little yappy dog. dog. Yeah, probably stepped up and complained. Troubling reports from classmates indicate that the dog sniffed all these butts. Without consent. Oh, see now. Uh, the dog wrote cryptic things in his college yearbook, apparently <laughs> referring to different butt sniffing maneuvers, such as the surprise snifferuski and the canine's triangle. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't know what, what that is. Canine's triangle. It's a dog I thing, know. I guess. Uh huh. The dog issued a statement, though. Here's he doesn't seem that apologetic. I, right? Not Here's yet. what he says. Okay. I like butts. I've always liked butts. I still like butts. But I never sniffed the butts to the point of excess. <laughs> Who's a good boy? I am. <laughs> That's wow. a direct quote so from the hero dog. Conan the hero dog, defiant uh, after CNN uncovers <laughs> his butt-sniffing ways. Democrats immediately, of course, called for the dog to be court-martialed and for the death of Baghdadi to be overturned. <laughs> okay, well, <clears throat> there you go. Uh-huh. Look at that. Look at him. See, look. Conan the there Sniffer. Is. There he is. You know. Trying to pretend as, as though he's innocent. I always thought there was something with that look that was just a little bit right? shady. Right? Mm-hmm. And the ears are so pointy. that Pointy. That can't be good. That. Can't be right. It looks like a Vulcan. Get the tongue off to the side, yeah. you know? Yeah. Right? Now now I see it. Now mm-hmm. I see it. Mm-hmm. Also from the Babylon Bee. Interesting. Report. Wife cold. <laughs> oh, no. Multiple sources close to a local wife confirmed today that she is cold. <laughs> Burr, I'm cold. It's cold, Burr. I could relate to this. Uh-huh. Though everyone around her was dressed in seasonally appropriate clothing and didn't seem to feel like it was cold outside, she declared they were all crazy and that only <laughs> she could tell that it was actually dangerously close to sub-zero temperatures. <laughs> She was reportedly feeling freezing cold as the weather dipped to a brisk 75 degrees oh, in the late afternoon. <laughs> this is an article about my wife. <laughs> Proclaiming that it was frigid outside. Donning a winter coat, beanie, and scarf, she braved the dangerously low temperatures anyway. 
determined to make it back to her domicile where she could turn the heater on at maximum at the maximum possible setting. <laughs> Sound familiar? <laughs> yes, it does. Is there a, a, a picture of your wife Jackie accompanying this uh, story? There should be. No, they not. have a I mean, shivering person. I don't oh. think that's the actual wife involved. I okay. think it's a stock photo. Stock so, photo. So, yeah. Okay, based on a true story. Her husband reports that she often cranks the heater in their car up as high as it will go, no matter what the actual temperature is outside. Oh, you're being quoted in the story. Mm -hmm. When the couple sit in a church service or movie theater, the wife quickly immediately declares, it's unbelievably cold, burr. I'm cold, it's cold, burr. (laughs) And that she must be sitting under a vent or something. (laughs) Every restaurant we've ever been to, she's looking up at the ceiling. Is there a vent? And there's a vent or something right on me. Right on me. We switch switch places. And she's, it's cold here, too. I do that. (laughs) I got to be honest. All right, where's the angle? Where's this thing coming from? (laughs) At publishing time, the woman was seen standing in a line at Starbucks while wrapped in a NASA space blanket. (laughs) Burr, it's cold. I'm cold. Burr. That's awesome. The Babylon Bee. You gotta love the Babylon Bee. They do good work. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Realestateagentsitrust.com is a network of a thousand agents who are closely vetted by Glenn and his team. And they really try to follow up to make sure that our listeners and, and viewers experience with these realtors was a good one. There's only the best uh realtors in each area that we have them in. So if we can't find one that has a really good track record and great marketing plans, then there's just not going to be one in that area. Uh, They'll return your phone calls in minutes, not hours. They understand your market. They know how to help you price your home in a way where it will sell for the most money and in the least amount of time. And if you're looking to buy a house, and sometimes you're doing both, especially when you're relocating, that you'll get the most home for your money when you buy. Great people who also listen to the show just like you, so you're going to have things in common with them right from the get-go. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. By the way, special... Um, Wednesday edition of Moron Trivia tomorrow. Mm. Who's the game? Buffalo Bills at the Dallas Cowboys, Pat. Okay. Now, have we have we ever had Buffalo before? I don't know that we have. No. Um, huh. In fact, I believe that uh, we have uh, zero uh, phone numbers uh, in our stockpile, so we'll be starting from scratch, as a matter of fact. Uh, so, wow, never in the history of the game have we done it. I don't think, well, I mean... Well, I mean, Maybe as long as you've been yeah, so involved with it. In the last anyway. 10 years, at least. Hmm. Yeah. So Crazy. So yeah. anything could happen. And anything can happen. We just don't know what, what's going to happen. But hopefully, uh, you'll be with us to find out. I'm all a tingle just to think of it. Really? Yeah. Like, are you... Uh... Are you not going to be sitting around your Thanksgiving table talking about uh, how socialism is the way? No. Um, I'm not. How capitalism ruins... Uh, Everybody. The dining experience? No. No. I shan't. Okay, we did tweet that out at Pet Unleashed if you would like to uh, vomit with the rest of us uh, from earlier in the program. What CBS Market Watch uh, taught us was the the best way to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, they're actually encouraging you to argue with your your 
relatives and set off a big brouhaha yeah. at, at your house. That might be the first time I've used that word as well. Brouhaha. So scattywampus? Which is cattywampus. You, you have the right, the right definition. Okay. But it's just cattywampus. There's no scattywampus. No, but uh, you know, let's, let's use scattywampus. I'm pretty sure I learned it from my parents as scattywampus. But I'm, I'm going with scattywampus right. because it's kind of like possum. You just put an O at the beginning. You just ignore it, right? Yeah. So, right. Uh, but yeah, so they, they said um, uh, that, that's what uh, Thanksgiving dinner would be like if it were played by the rules of capitalism, where you get most of the food. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that if you if you truly want to celebrate Thanksgiving, yeah, if you just want to pick a fight for no apparent reason yeah, yeah. at your Thanksgiving socialist. table when you're supposed to be giving thanks for our bounty in this country, uh, there you go. That's how you do it. Just play a little round of uh, really stupid pretend capitalism, which doesn't really work that way. Oh my! Pathetic. Gosh. So pathetic. All right, we got to tell you about these atheists who are angry. That Kanye West is hosting Sunday services. They don't like it. Well, then don't show up. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. We're back. And this time, we're mildly irritated. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. It's an improvement. Yeah. You know, because it's Tuesday that's really like a Thursday. It's a short week. Mm-hmm. Feel like having some fun. Oh, you do? Uh, I do. Really? You know, there's so oh, much... so that means we're playing animal videos today? No, that, that's not what that means. But you just said you want to have fun? Yeah, that's not fun. I got fun, fun animal videos yeah. today. It's not like animal that. videos uh, are not fun. Uh, 888-900-3393. From Fat Lump of Goo, <laughs> I would go to Pat's Thanksgiving just for the opportunity to troll him. Me, Pat, is it hard being a blind Trump supporter? Pat, I'm not a blind partisan blind Trump supporter. Me. So you support impeachment and want Trump removed from office? Mm. Yeah, it's a binary choice, right? It's one or the other. It's a binary choice. Gender isn't, of course. Gender (laughs) is (laughs) non-binary. But the choice for president, definitely binary. Pronoun dartboard tweets, if a four-cent subway tax increase could cause chaos. Imagine the bloodbath that would come from raising taxes on Jeffy's Donuts. Oh, man. Ooh. I don't even want to think about Ooh. it. Don't want to think about Riots it. Riots in the streets. From Pat Talks, Burn Off the Ugly. <laughs> We're only in this mess now because of the Native American lax immigration policies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Native Americans who were here Oof. did seem to have crappy immigration policies. Should have built a wall along the coast. Yep. Hmm. That would have been a long wall. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, also, from Scotty Sweatman, let's take a look at the socialist Thanksgiving dinner scenario. We sit at the table and take one last look at the beautiful bounty of food. Then we box it all up and mail it to Maduro in Venezuela. <laughs> or any governmental leader, because yeah. they control all the wealth, and they decide who gets to have what. I don't understand how people can think that's a decent way of life. Uh, from Jeffy's 18 Spoons. Pat, I feel your pain. My wife is always telling me, Burr, it's cold. I'm cold, Burr. I just roll my eyes and sigh <laughs> as I wipe the sweat from my forehead. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, they win. What are you going to do? You're going to make them freeze? And uh, yeah, it just it doesn't go well when that happens, right? If your wife is happy, happy wife, happy life, as the saying goes. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Also, we find out that uh, atheists are a little hacked off. 
Two weeks ago, Kanye West brought his Sunday service to a Houston jail. Oh, no. What? No, he didn't try to improve the lives of inmates, did he? Oh, wow. Yeah, thrilled the inmates with a faith-based concert featuring songs from his new album, spreading the gospel ahead of his trip to Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church. Kanye stayed several hours. Don't you have to be... I mean, you got to be... In order to do that, you have to be real, don't you? I mean, a lot of people are wondering, is it real? Is it not? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it was a photo op. No, it like, doesn't. here I am walking in, here I am <clears throat> standing here shaking a few hands. I mean, that's not something you you know, you know think would be for publicity. Uh, staying several hours, in fact. If you wanted publicity, you'd just go into the jail, shake some hands, and leave. Uh, so I think that's pretty admirable. So he spoke and performed for the inmates and the staff at Harris County Jail. He did two shows, one for male inmates and one for female inmates, and encouraged his audience to worship Christ through his music, much of which now centers around the theme of Christianity. So atheists are not happy, of Mm -hmm. course. They never are. (laughs) That's fun. Uh There's a lot of truth in that. Atheists are never happy. They're never happy. They're not. Uh, So if the Freedom From Religion Foundation has their way, they're going to stop him from doing any more of these. According to Fox News, Freedom From Religion Foundation has filed a lawsuit against Harris County and its sheriff, alleging that the jail and its leadership violated the Freedom From Religion Clause. There is no Freedom From Religion Clause (laughs) in the Constitution! (laughs) Oh, that's unbelievable. It's the opposite of that. And between religion and non-religion. Wow, somebody needs to be educated. This is despicable. In short, this was unconstitutional. You were elected to to a secular office and to uphold a secular constitution. You cannot use that public office to promote your personal religion, even if it happens to be a religion Kanye West shares. The group's attorney wrote in a letter... This constitutional violation is particularly egregious because it's imposed religion on inmates. Literally a captive audience. No, they could have stayed in their cells. They didn't. Hmm. Who have a deep and immediate interest in being seen as favorably by you and your staff. When you signal that you prefer Christianity to your inmates, you tell non-Christian inmates that they'd be viewed more favorably if they convert to your preferred religion. I can't. I mean, these people are despicable. Tell you what, Google needs, needs to check their algorithm here, mm. their search results, because when when you search for where in the Constitution is separation of church and state, mm-hmm. uh, the result you get is <clears throat> the United States. I can't con- wait. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. The United States Constitution does not state in so many words what that there is a separation of church and state. Not in any. Not in any words. Not the, just not in so many. The first part of the First Amendment to the Constitution states, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting it, the free exercise thereof. Mm-hmm. So there is your. Uh, there it is. Top search result. Wow. On Google. Wow, y'all let that one slip through. Maybe we shouldn't have brought attention to that. Because wow, erase that part. Goodness. Oh, uh, that's amazing, isn't it? Ooh. But it's true. There is no freedom for religion. You, you know, you're free to practice religion or not. But there's no freedom from religion clause in the U.S. Constitution. There's no 
separation of church and state clause either. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, let's go to Harley in Idaho. Hey, Harley, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. How are you doing? Doing good. And now I just want you to know I'm just making small talk. I don't actually care. Yeah, I felt that. That's why I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm calling because I'm a junior at Boise State, and I know that you guys think that colleges indoctrinate all of us. Yeah. And I just wanted to confirm um, your every single belief about that. Really? So at yeah, Bo- it's pretty at, bad. At Boise State, it's pretty bad? Oh, yeah. Have you guys heard of Scott Yenner? Mm, I don't think so. Okay, he's a political philosophy teacher here at Boise. Um, Uh He's actually the main teacher I have because that's my major. He was actually on Tucker Carlson, and if you haven't watched the YouTube clip, I suggest you do. He wrote a really controversial article. um, Well, people said it was controversial, of course. It was basically about how feminism and transgenderism and gay marriage are abolishing the structure of the family, which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, everyone called that hate speech. There was uproar. People wanted him fired. Um, and, of course, Boise State couldn't actually do anything about it because he wrote it, the article on a website that was completely independent of DSU. But people wanted him fired over it. It was a huge deal. Um, and that's just one example. In, mm. in one of my classes last semester, my teacher on the first day went through and explained the course and then told us, okay, now I want you to pull out a piece of paper and a pen and on a piece of paper, write your first name, your major and your preferred pronoun. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, what did you, what did you choose Harley? Agonizing. Um, well, I don't, I don't usually pick pronouns. I usually just pick around, like I usually take like cactus or <laughs> I think for that one I wrote, um, that's good. Yet to be determined. Yeah, I that one. That's fine. That girl. Mm-hmm. Um, Did they say anything about it? Questions? No, they never no. called me out for All right. it. Wait, uh, whoa, 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 whoa! So they didn't respect your wishes and refer to you as cactus the entire semester? <laughs> no. Oh, you need to go to the administrators yeah, right now and that's raise despicable. Hey. Lawsuit. Lawsuit. Wow. Oh, and my best friend and my roommate, um, we have, and a lot of colleges have classes like this. It's called University Foundations. Mm-hmm. I luckily got out of having to take them, but like, do you know what those classes entail? No. So a lot of colleges have them, and they're just like basic classes that you have to take for that university specifically. And my boyfriend took one that was all about refugees and how we needed to help them. And they did a lot of charity work for refugees. Mm -hmm. Uh, My other friends took one about climate change. So if you're picking up on the natural uh, theme here, it's basically just liberal indoctrination in all of them. But my two roommates are in one right now, and I think it's about diversity. Um, But their teacher, his name's Jeremy, but his pronouns are they, them. (laughs) They, them. And Uh. they say he really likes to mix it up between the blue nail polish and the black nail polish. That's adorable. Isn't that sweet? That's and nice. then he, he, told, he tells them that you can get extra credit if during the class he's talking and he says something that offends you. All you have to do is raise your hand and say, ouch, and you get extra credit points, and you, have to, you don't have to explain at all what offended you, and he'll just move on. But ouch. you just have to raise your hand and say, ouch. So ouch. don't people do, do students do that all the time? I'd be doing it all the time. Absolutely. What? I know. I tell them to just rock it and do it, and none yeah. of them will do it. Oh man! So, do you go? Do you refer to Jeremy as uh, they them? Hmm? Oh, I told them if I was in that class, I would not call him they them. Oh, you're not. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, I see. Because uh, that's a that's that's plural. 
Uh, that's for a group of people. Um, yeah. Somebody should maybe alert him to that. Is, I don't know. Jeremy's not an English professor, is they? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 they is not. But he's also not plural. So that's what. <laughs> right. Yeah, that is confusing. So do you find that a lot of the students at BYU are, are with all this indoctrination or are they against it? Oh, it's so bad. I mean, there's a couple, there's a handful of us that listen to you and Ben Shapiro and Dave Rubin and Jordan Peterson. Yeah. And, you know, we're not stupid. Right. Um, <laughs> right. But, oh, it's, it's. But most so of them bad. are all progressives, liberals. Oh, part, they're, they're yeah. all for. That's really sad. For the inclusion and the diversity. There was, we got an email last semester and it was just of a flyer and the flyer read, the importance of body language, a Disney drag show for all ages. Now, unfortunately, I think I was busy that night, so I wasn't able uh, <laughs> to attend that riveting event. Yeah. But it looked like basically you went and you dressed up as a Disney character and did a drag performance for all ages. Unbelievable. What? Really yeah, crazy. Super awesome. Well, uh, Haley, thanks for calling. Appreciate the uh, Harley, I, I should say. Harley, um, keep up the good fight. Because uh, we can't just roll over and play dead for this. We we just, I mean, if you're going to be at a at a college, you're going to hear this all the time. But you should be able to push back on professors who tell you things that are just blatantly untrue, shouldn't you? I mean, you should, but you probably can't. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the answer is when you're when you're afraid that they're going to dock your grade. And you're not going to have the grade point you want and are seeking and are working hard for. <clears throat> it's tough to, to, you know, speak out against that. Well, here's a thought. Save your money. Um, mm-hmm. Save yourself from going into debt. Save your brain. Save your sanity. Too late in Harley's case, though. Don't go to college. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, forge a path that doesn't involve uh, being indoctrinated. Would did be did you just tell people to remain ignorant? And not have an education. Wow. That's what I said. Yep. Wow. That's, so, a, that's a conservative for you. Remain ignorant. Right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't get an education. Right? Yep. Yeah. 888 uh, And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you're sick and tired of your hard-earned money going to uh, support causes like Planned Parenthood and uh, all of this gender nonsense... There is a cell phone company who doesn't give your money to those causes. It's called Patriot Mobile. Now, we've been talking about this for a long time. You probably thought, yeah, that's probably a good idea. I should try it, but I don't want the hassle. They make it really easy for you to make the switch. And they've got affordable plans that are, well, they're more affordable than AT&T or Verizon or any of the big carriers. You know, AT&T also has, in addition to being a top 10 donor to all of these uh, liberal candidates, they also have these hidden fees, like the administrative fee that they're currently getting sued over. Well, Patriot Mobile doesn't have any of that. Not only are they conservative and, and donate up to 5% of your monthly bill, it doesn't raise your, the cost of your bill at all. They just take 5% and donate it to good causes that you believe in. You can even designate which one you want it to go to. And for a limited time right now, they're giving you a free Moto Z3 when you open a new line. A free Moto Z3. Really awesome offer. It only lasts through Cyber Monday. Is that next week? I think that's yeah. next Monday. Monday. 
When you call 877-367-7524, it's easy to switch. Get reliable 4G LTE nationwide service as low as $25 a month and help keep our country the way it was intended to be. Go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze or call 877-367-7524 or at patriotmobile.com slash blaze. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888-900-3393 and Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Pat Gumerer uh, tweets, has Moron Trivia not hosted the Buffalo Bills in over 10 years because they've sucked since Jim Kelly left in the late 80s? Mm. That could be one reason, yeah. Uh, G.J. Herman, freedom from religion wants to stop Kanye, but have no problem with Sharpton calling himself a reverend. True enough. Mm-hmm. Kara 3022, Keith better screenshot and timestamp that Google result because it may be gone by noon. Yeah, the one yeah or they, sooner. Yeah, where they were talking about how... There's no freedom sep- from religion clause? Well, yeah, there's no separation of church and state in the Constitution. Joe's gaff track. Uh, I'll accept your they pronoun if you identify as a swarm of bees. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Uh, quick point of privilege. Yeah. Quick point of personal privilege. Um, yes. Sure. Point of personal privilege. Yeah, go ahead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Please Bees. do not use gendered language to, to, to address everyone. <laughs> uh, you have to feel for him. He's so upset. He's heard he and she for who knows how long, like minutes, that's been ringing in his ears. Boy, I'd like to have Thanksgiving dinner with that guy. With them. Get them. Yeah. Person. Please. <laughs> Okay, uh, 888-900-3393. Also, this is great news for Stacey Abrams, you know, the failed gubernatorial candidate in Georgia who really won, uh, but they stole the election from her. She's yeah. told us that I don't know how many times. Right. Uh, this is one of the most radical women in America, probably. Well, CBS is about to develop a drama series based on a romance novel written... By Stacey Abrams. Oh, that, yes. Oh, baby. <laughs> Look at her there. <laughs> okay. Nothing says romance like <laughs> Stacey, Stacey Abrams yelling Abrams, about a yeah. fraudulent election. Right. Mm. A title's like Never Tell, Hidden Sins, Rules of Engagement, Deception. Oh, this, those are going to be great. You have to admit. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't realize this is the first time hearing that I she know. wrote romance novels. But I guess it's been out for a while. Yeah, she has a. She published a book in 2004 under the name Selena Montgomery. One of eight novels she's written under the pen name. Hmm. The book, titled Never Tell, follows the tale of the of a criminal psychologist with a dark past hmm. who works with an investigative journalist who is searching for a serial killer in New Orleans. CBS TV Studios is developing the story with writer. Talisha Rags, you know that's going to be good. She's a, Talisha is the uh, co-executive producer of NCIS New Orleans. Mm. So there's New Orleans in both stories. So you know it's going to be good. Oh, so there's the tie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Abrams continues to claim she didn't lose the election, uh, by, but she did by 50,000 votes. She's claimed she only lost the election because of voter suppression. Mm. Ugh. So dumb. So we tracked down it, yeah. some of her quality work. This is good stuff here. Really good stuff. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, you talk about quality work doesn't do it justice. And, and you tell me. And I don't know why she didn't focus on this full time and, and not worry about politics. This should have taken off long ago. Right. 
right because she is obviously talented. This is about apparently Sebastian Kane and Dr. Caitlin Lida. Oh, two of like that's um, in Secrets and Lies. That's a love story that yeah. America knows by oh, heart. Oh yeah, hmm. that's right. Uh, here's just a, a few excerpts that I can <laughs> actually read. It is rough stuff, man. With urgency, she accepted him. Fascinated by the power. (laughs) And for a moment, she wavered, wondering if she was prepared. In the next second, she knew she never could be. (laughs) Here's one. uh, Dr. Uh Ethan Stewart and Mara Reed in Hidden Sins. That's one of your favorite, right? Yeah. One of your favorites. Hidden Sins? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. How many times have you read Hidden Sins? Read it. I'm on. I'm working on my 11th time. 11th. 11th time. One. Uh, here's just a. Well, there's two lines I can actually read in this <laughs> paragraph. <laughs> Watch me love you, he commanded silently. <laughs> know that. Oh man, we can't. Whoa, have whoa, that. whoa! Thank you. Know that I will always be a part of you. Sighs and pleas and moans mingled in enthralled chorus. Wait, chorus? How many people are in this scene? I think they invited a choir in. (laughs) Just to enhance the mood, you know? So the choir was singing in the background of the bedroom. I don't know. That's gonna They fit 38 people into that space, so it wasn't quite... I mean... A little cramped in there, but they they didn't mind. I can't speak for Selena (laughs) Montgomery, uh, Uh, but that'd be a little distracting. She propped herself up. Gave. Oh, this is from uh, Special Agent Caleb Matthews. We don't need that music yet. Special <laughs> Agent Caleb Matthews and Finn Borders. What? And Finn Borders in Deception. Deception. She propped herself up. Gave herself the satisfaction of studying him. Such a beautiful man. Lean, muscular, and amazingly agile. Memory brought a naughty giggle to her throat. (laughs) That sounds like a Yoda giggle. Maybe not as sexy as as it was coming from her. (laughs) Naked, are you? No. No. Yes. No. No. Hold on. Anyway. Hold on. Stop the show. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Dylan. I'm going to need this MP3 emailed to me mm-hmm. as soon as the show is over of uh, of Naughty Giggling Yoda. <laughs> Strong is the force with me. Yes, yes, show you I will. Please don't ruin him. Please don't ruin Yoda. <laughs> She held on to the effervescence of sound to not wake him. But, unable to resist, she lightly stroked away a tiny frown marring his brow. Wow, that's beautiful stuff. Oh, then there's one more. Sheriff Luke Calder and Kale Jameson in Reckless. Oh, no, Reckless. Yeah, that's a... Let's see here. This is kind of short and to the point. Well, that's the only part we can read in this paragraph. (laughs) Love me, he demanded, taking her up once more. 
And then finally, oh. Dr. Aaron Abbott and Gabriel Moss in Never Tell, which is going yeah. to be the CBS series. That's the series. Not just a movie. It's a CBS series. Oh. This isn't right. You don't know what you want, what you need. I can't take advantage of that. I won't. She cut off his denial. No. I've never been with anyone before because I've never wanted anyone before. Oh. Why is... Which is why this is a mistake. You need time, more time. His appeal was desperate. <laughs> okay. Stay, and I may never let you go. Oh, that's profound. I'm yours. The words were an erotic threat, voluptuous promise. Aaron watched him with glittering eyes, mm-hmm. waiting for his reaction. She is one talented author. Oh, I'll tell you that it's... right now. I'll tell you that right now. She missed her calling. What is she doing in politics yeah. when she's this talented well, romance novels? Well, the good news is that politics didn't work out, so maybe she could get back and write us some more of these scripts here. We can only hope. Mm. We can only hope, because that is amazing stuff. Whew. I know, if I hadn't explained that that was Stacey Abrams, a lot of people would have thought it was Emily Dickinson or something. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing we okay. we, we let you, you know uh, in advance. Got time for a shower before the next segment? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Gray, Unleashed. Got some tweets here from Pat Unleashed. Uh, blank Cowboy tweets. Tell Pat to do one in Al Gore. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Stacey uh, Abrams' right. uh, eloquence. Uh. Stacey Abrams, the failed candidate for uh, for governor in Georgia, although she claims she won and uh, the election was stolen from <laughs> That's her. That's cute. Claims that to this day. Um, she used to write romance novels, and in fact, CBS is doing a series from one of them. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> you know, in Al Gore's voice... Maybe we could do the one with Special Agent Caleb Matthews and Finn Borders in Deception. Except I don't know if I... I don't know if I can actually do these justice. (laughs) But I'll try. (laughs) She propped herself up, gave herself the satisfaction of studying him. (laughs) Such a beautiful man. Lean, muscular, and amazingly agile. And once again, my uh, my uh, audio has gone completely out. Yeah, mine as well. Yours too? Yeah, and the porn music's playing while we have this conversation, I do believe. Are we even on now? Okay. Uh. All right, so we've got no audio uh, whatsoever, which... Is very, very helpful. Oh, so I joined the party today. Yeah, that's yeah. really strange. Yesterday it was just a loose connection or something. I, I don't know if that's the case now. Um, hopefully we're being heard still. Maybe somebody could... Uh, yeah, we are being... Well, okay, we are being heard. Um, but we just can't hear ourselves. So that's really convenient when you're doing a radio show. That is weird that yours went out too. Yeah. How did yours go out? I don't know. Yeah, and it works over there though. The, the system works over there, which is really convenient. Uh, <laughs> I kind of killed the mood. Right? It sort of did. Yeah, I mean, I was getting into the... Al Gore was so erotic there. It just shut down the whole system, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. 
Let's see what we have. Oh, you know, on, on Thursday, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade might not might not be quite the same this year. Uh, the iconic balloons, you know, the the giant Charlie Browns and SpongeBob SquarePants and all that stuff. You need to turn my headphones down just a teeny tiny bit to avoid the feedback. Uh, I guess the winds might be too strong on Thursday uh, to fly the balloons, which would just... That would be a bummer, wouldn't it? Have they ever done a Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade without the balloons? They have. I think so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it seems I guess it can't, a little familiar. They can't do the balloons if the wind is blowing more than 23 miles an hour. And right now, it's forecast uh, forecasted that they're going to be about 20 miles an hour for the parade. So that's too bad. Yeah. Um, because darn shame. That, that's going to be more um, camera shots down on the street where they probably have, you know, people, uh, transvestites probably dancing mm. around. Or, Not to mention the homeless like pooping and peeing everywhere. Right, right. right. I mean, and, the entertainment uh, <laughs> down on the street is uh, no longer family friendly. So that's going to be more uh, opportunities for those camera shots during the parade. Yeah, it'll be wonderful. Actually, it might be a more entertaining parade that way. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to see those. I want to see the the battle of the uh, of the balloons. Uh, yeah, bumping I'd into love to see them and stuff break out of people's hands that are holding on to them and watch them fly away. <laughs> I think that might be more fun than just watch them go down the street like you do every year. Yeah. Let it go. Let's see what happens to this thing. <laughs> and they've had balloons deflate. Remember, we've seen video yeah. of. Uh, but have they ever had one get away from them to where it floated Not, out? That I don't think so. But yeah, now I want to watch. That would be fun. Yeah, I'd like that to happen. That would be that would be fun. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Sean Ono Lennon is uh, getting political. I've never heard anything politically speaking from yeah, I either from Sean Lennon before. Not that I'm well read on uh, on Sean Lennon. Sean Lennon's. Uh, Are you not you keeping know, up with him as much as you should? I don't know that anyone huh. is keeping up with him as much as <clears> they should. <laughs> just to be honest with you he's going to bat for tulsi hubbard or tulsi gabbard mm. and asking donors to help her qualify for the december debate well that's not nice of him mm-hmm. well he's 44 now sean lennon is 44 if that doesn't make you feel old i i don't know what will uh but he says even if you're skeptical of tulsi gabbard you can't say she doesn't deserve to be part of this race. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I can say that if I want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could easily say that. Well, he's already in his Friday mood and uh, <laughs> still got two shows and 20 minutes to go. Uh-huh. Uh, she is the primary candidate who is adding to a conversation around ending unnecessary wars. Please donate a dollar. She only needs 3,000 more individual donations. Hmm. Okay. His message came as part of a retweet of a message posted by Gabbard, who's trying to qualify for the Democrats' uh, December 19th debate in Los Angeles. The December 19th debate. So stupid to do this so close to yeah, Christmas. Nobody's so going to watch this. Well, no, I got news for him. Nobody watched last time either. Very true. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> but, you know, in order to give themselves the best chance of an audience, you don't do it around Christmas no, time. No, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, that's who's poor that planning. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, speaking of celebrities and their, their endorsements, uh, John Cusack wants to boycott MSNBC. Now, so does John Yang. Um, wait, wait so, so does who? It's not John Yang, Andrew is it? Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. Because remember, he was upset that MSNBC was calling him John Yang. That's, what's That's so where I got that. that. 
<laughs> and now I'm infected with that disease. Yeah, yeah. So you went from uh, 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 Sean Lennon mm-hmm. to John Cusack, and I'm, you're not becoming more relevant with these uh, references of celebrities. Getting Are you saying in John Cusack, the mm. social? He's an admitted socialist, yeah. by the way. Yeah. Uh, maybe even communist. Mm-hmm. Um, are you saying he's not relevant? That's why precisely what I'm saying. He did serendipity with uh, Kate Beckinsale. What? It was only 15 years ago or so. I love it when you buttress my argument for me. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, so anyway, he called for his fans to boycott MSNBC over the liberal network's coverage of, the, of uh, Bernie Sanders. Be clear, MSNBC, you did this to yourself. No mm. one made you parade neocons and neoliberal pundits to slander and smear a people's movement that you know is not radical, but a return to <laughs> FDR politics. Oh, that's where we want to go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, heaven help us. That is yikes. <sighs> Cusack added the hashtag boycott MSNBC. Which trended earlier this week when Andrew Yang was doing it. Uh I don't think it trended, though, with uh, Cusack. Uh, No, and I'm going to tell you something. The ratings uh, show that uh, people are already uh, boycotting Boycotting. MSNBC. So I don't know that you're really uh, adding much to that. No, I don't think so. Uh, If four people watch and now only three people watch, well, congratulations. uh, Your movement worked. Then speaking of boneheads, um, Bill Crystal. Tweeted. Now this is conservative. Oh yeah, he's Bill a Crystal, right? of the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, his Trump hatred has gone to extremes now. He is not happy. He says, "I very much prefer Biden or Buttigieg or Bloomberg or Klobuchar to Warren, but the idea that one term of Warren would pose anything like the threat of a second term for Trump to the basic norms and institutions of our liberal democracy, Bill." <laughs> We're there's, not a democracy. There's a lot wrong with that Man. tweet from Bill Crystal. He's got to be smart enough to know that, right? He knows we're not a... Unbelievable. Not only that, but he is effectively saying that he is happier with a president, Elizabeth Warren... Than he is with Trump. ...than a second term of Donald Trump. Yeah. He would vote for, for Elizabeth Warren, it sounds like, before he would vote for Donald Trump. Wow. But he is a conservative. He's Oh, that's right. Okay. That the conservative stalwart has spoken. That is unbelievable. Plus, he would vote for Biden, Buttigieg, Bloomberg, or Klobuchar? Well, he's saying that they they're are better, better than, than Warren, Warren. But I think what he's saying also is that they're all better than Trump, right? Oh, that's... All yeah, the that's Democrats. Right. Yeah. So effectively, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Any Democrat is better than Donald Trump. Yeah. That is so dangerous. Yeah, this is too close to math, so oh I was my lost gosh. there for a second. So dangerous. <laughs> what has happened to he, him? It, he I mean, is nuts, man. He is nuts. I and mean, he, we cons- were not fans either during the campaign. Right. When he was elected, though, just to go back and refresh everybody's mind, we said we were going to give him a chance. Right? He's our president now. Let's give him a chance. Let's see how he does. Maybe he'll surprise us. Well, he did. And we've talked about the fact that he's done a, a much better job than we thought he was going to do. Yeah, we, we've been honest. Uh, when he has done so. good things, we've given him credit. When he's done things that we don't like, we've we also mentioned pointed that. Too. that. But yep. we're certainly not going to say... But to say that any of these Democrats would be better than Donald Trump's second term? Shut up. Uh, That's just insane. And, 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 his, and his point was, 
like uh, traditions and institution, and uh-huh. it wasn't about policy. It wasn't no. about the Constitution. It wasn't right. about the rule of law. Oh, uh, he that's, is. That's nuts. He's he is nuts. Start craving nuts. Absolutely. Triple A nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Something else that is nuts is uh, losing your hair. I, I don't understand this male pattern bald thing. Why does it have to be a thing? Yeah. <laughs> why yeah. does that have to be a thing? Yeah, I wish I could relate. <clears throat> what? Uh, which is why, of course, Keith comes in a cap or a... Uh, oh, that's because it's cold in here. A hood of some sort over his head or <laughs> like today this little beanie, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's a beanie that you can get at the at the Blaze store, by the way. And it's a handsome Thank darn you. beanie. I'll tell you that right now. Thank it's you. Pat Gray Unleashed beanie. Thank you. And it looks darn good on you. Well, so I cover up that the baldness. You- or you could try uh, Keeps because if you're losing your hair, uh, Keeps helps stop this hormone called DHT. That's what normally causes your hair loss. And the FDA has approved two hair treatment products that help control your DHT and prevent hair loss. And in fact, in a really good number of guys, it helps uh, regrow hair. So you might replace what you lost, which is an exciting prospect. Now, until now, the products that fought against DHT were really expensive and required a doctor's visit, but not anymore. Keeps offers the generic versions of those two FDA-approved hair products. So not only are they up to 90% effective, they're totally affordable. And we're going to get you half off right now. If you're tired of losing your hair, we're going to give you a free online doctor consult and 50% off your first order. 50% off. So go to keeps.com slash pat. That's K-E-E-P-S. Keeps.com slash pat. Go there right now. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. And we welcome to the broadcast, Stu Bergeer. Hey, Stu. Hey, do I get to play in the in the game? In the game. Yeah, uh, I, was just, I was just watching do the the untangle the headphones challenge. Keith, must yeah, yeah. See, I, don't, I don't know if people were realizing minutes. that. Yeah, I spent literally. I looked at the clock. It was ten minutes to untangle those headphones, so I could come back over here. And then I come over here, and now my headphones are working. So you get to enjoy. <laughs> they the are untang- working. Yes. So are I mine for no reason at all? Do we know if mine are. <laughs> I was fascinated. You guys were having a, a complete discussion on television, uh-huh. right? And the entire time, Keith was looking down, untangling headphones. Yeah, yeah. I know. And then, I, and that wasn't distracting at all. No, <laughs> no, that was really good. And it turned it out I didn't need to. <laughs> uh, After all, mm-hmm. I didn't realize they were already working over here. No, somebody got them working again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really convenient when the headphones just go off and you can't hear a single thing on a radio broadcast. Yeah, no, it's, it's a good really thing. Good. It's it, a good thing. It works it's really a challenge. Well. It you is. Know? It's like when they have it those is. like five Ks, but you have to run through like colored dust, or it's a mudder, <laughs> and you got to run through all the mud, and like mm-hmm. they have those little things where they escalate the challenge. That's, like that's what this it. is. That's what this is. It's yeah. great. It was. It, it made us better broadcasters yeah. <laughs> as a result. Yes. And the thing is, I would not have even been trying to untangle them, but I knew Stu was coming in, mm-hmm. and I was going to have to switch seats and blah, blah, blah. But yes. So it's really my fault. In the it end. was a yeah, chain reaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So Stu and I are going to be filling in for Glenn as well in just a few minutes, but we also wanted to have him in to uh, talk about this. Uh, the vegans that are suing Burger King. <laughs> and I, th- I think you'd be part of this lawsuit. You know really? about this, right? <laughs> They're uh, they're suing over the contaminated fake meat in the Impossible Burger. Contaminated, uh, contam- contaminated fake yeah, meat. Yeah, because mm-hmm. okay, they take the Impossible Burger and they they grill it mm-hmm. on the same grill 
as they do the the burgers. Yes, and when you say grill at Burger King, what you mean is you know, flame like, broil. Yeah, the fl- and the flame broiling thing is is like a. It's like a, it's like a, it looks like the bottom of a tank, right? Like the the mm-hmm. tread of a tank. It just kind of <laughs> goes through an oven like that. Yes. That's really, it's, I don't know if it's a grill per se. Right. But it's yes. not like a barbecue grill like <laughs> oh. you'd have at home. <laughs> no. But still, they're frying it on the same surface. Yes. As the meat, which is really offensive to vegans or vegetarians. Like, like I know you don't like that, right? I you, don't. That's you true. You would not eat the the burger. If it was fried on the same thing as the, yeah, as the actual meat, ideally, right? Ideally, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, well, first of all, like if meat juice touched any of your pro- any of your yeah. food, you don't eat it. No, I wouldn't. Right? However, I will say Burger King was completely upfront with that. They said that at the very beginning. When oh, they, did they? Yeah, I don't know what oh. you could sue them over. I mean, they were very upfront with it. Wow. And they will make it another way for you. Um, speaking well, to they the one twenty, we could have it our way, right? right? <laughs> My way is without the meat juice on it. But they legitimately <laughs> will cook it like in like which I think is a glorified microwave if you ask them to. Oh. So they will not they will huh. take it out of that situation and make it another way for you. Um and I know that you know most people don't care about these stupid things. Uh but again, this is the typical thing that people do, right? Mm-hmm. Like here's a here's a this is so typical of the left and how irritating they are because here's a giant corporation that has stepped up and embraced this ridiculous thing right. that like 0.2% of people in America care about, right. the Impossible Burger, mm-hmm. and put it on their menu nationwide. A huge risk for a big company like that. Oh, big time. And uh, they're promoting the heck out of and it. And it's worked like crazy. I mean, they, yeah. their, their sales are way, way up because of it. So it's worked. But I mean, like, they've taken a step for you. Mm-hmm. They've, they've, Burger King, Burger King has taken a step for vegans and vegetarians and all they across the country. And they weren't trying to, as you said, they weren't trying to hide it. Nope. They weren't trying to hide it. They were straight up front with it. They let everybody know in advance. So they're not going to retrofit go. the restaurants no. because they got a new Impossible Burger. No, it's impossible to do. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not something you can expect out of a, 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 you know a major corporation like that to do. They did something mm-hmm. for you. You should be happy about it. No one can be happy. Everyone has to sue everybody every time right. they don't get the thing that that's, they want. That's exactly right. Uh, so anyway, uh, they have joined the as you mentioned the handful of other fast food. Uh, chains that have offered the Impossible Burger, including they have an Impossible Whopper for kids. Did you know about they that? They just launched that, yeah. They just launched it. So have you I mean, so they're really bending over backward. They are. Yeah, well, it's also working, so yes. <laughs> that's a big part of it. Beside the uh, taste test, have you gone to Burger King for that? I have, and I've had them make it uh, the other way. You uh, did? Yeah. Did you it taste them, as good? It, no. It's, I will oh. say this. Can I, it's Thanksgiving week. Yeah. People are going to be eating a lot of foods. Let me give you a, a quick little rundown here. If you happen to be one of these people who has no interest in eating a vegetarian product in your entire life, but are just like oddly uh, interested to see what this thing is like, Mm -hmm. don't do it at Burger King. Like, you know, as you'd expect with Burger King, right? Yeah. It is a passable thing if you eat Impossible Burgers. You can have a... a, There's nothing wrong with it. I'm glad they have it on the menu. However, it's not nearly as good if you go to... As if you go to another place. You you remember this one. Hop Dottie. Yeah, Hop Dottie is a place Mm. around here. I I don't know... That's only here, right? I think there's I don't know. there's a bunch of locations, but I think it's mostly. But in there's Texas, a, but yeah. it's a restaurant chain like that where mm-hmm. you would go and have a really good experience with the Impossible Burger. Yes, that's a really good one. But if you yeah. go to yeah any place that has uh, a good you know makes a good burger, will make mm-hmm. a good Impossible Burger. The same and it's huh. the same relation to a fast food place. Generally speaking, like they're not going to be as good. So if you want to actually try it, just because you have an odd interest, <laughs> I would go to a place you know that has. 
uh, a little bit better of a, a better quality. Yeah. But even places like now, you know, like Cheesecake Factory has, I think, the Impossible Burger on their menu. Wow, um, that company is exploding. Exploding, it's huge. So, but that's a good place to go. Like I've had them there, and they're and they're quite good there. Um, Alamo Draft House has. Uh, if you go to the theater and you do the uh, dine-in theater, those are around the country. They've got it too. They, I think, might have the Beyond Burger, which is the kind of competitor. Is that as good? Um, it's not. I don't like it as much, but it's still uh. pretty good. The other thing I would say, if you um, if you've ever had a, if you eat Dunkin' Donuts, if you're near Dunkin' Donuts, mm-hmm. and they, and you're like, ah, I want to try one of these things, they have a new Beyond sausage uh, sandwich, sausage, oh. egg, and cheese that you can get, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty, again, it's it's like, it's like a good idea. It gives you a good sample of yeah. what an easy, quick one of these things are. I mean, just from the perspective of just odd, like you want to do something weird and tell your friends about it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun to try a couple of these things because some yeah. of them are really good. Some of them are not so good. Well, Glenn and I were completely fooled by it the uh, first time. That was amazing. So, that, yeah, I, we couldn't tell. Uh, so... I mean that's that says a lot about the Impossible Burger. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a long way. I believe that was prepared though by was that prepared by Glenn Chef? No, it was I hot, forget it was where we got that. Hot, we got it at oh, Hot, it was hot Dottie. Dottie. Yeah, but then they yeah. they did reheat it in the morning because yeah. they had to, and, and to think about that, it was overnight. And I had it was no still idea. pretty decent. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, also, we wanted to talk to you about this article we found. Uh, we can't afford to fail. It's a new UN report. Have you seen it yet? On forecasting potentially catastrophic warming. Oh gosh, we're there again. Huh? Yeah, we're yeah. there again. It's time for the or still. The world is on track to warm by a potentially catastrophic 3.4 to 3.9 degrees Celsius Uh by 2100. Oh which my is, gosh. There's no way to tell what that is Fahrenheit. It could be a thousand <laughs> degrees hotter. There is a conversion it chart. It could be one. No. Yeah. no, there's there's just no way to tell. You could put the, it in Google. <laughs> the UN Emissions Gap Report 2019 published uh, the highlighted urgency for aggressive policies to curb these emissions. Yeah, more aggressive this time. Uh, That'll do it. we got to be much, much more aggressive. You know what? We, we found out the other day we only have eight years, right? Yeah, they Bernie. said it was 12. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, well, then it was 11. Well, we should point out they didn't they say didn't. it was 12. <laughs> but, yeah. the, but the politicians are all saying yeah. 12, mm-hmm. then 11, then 10. Now mm-hmm. they're saying seven or eight. See, maybe they were talking dog years. <laughs> maybe. Do- it was dog years, so, so about next Christmas. And they keep <laughs> saying done. it despite the fact, as you point out, VIP... IPCC report uh, scientists keep saying, uh, we never said that. They were like thankful that someone that. asked them because because I think it was one of the <sighs> fact check organizations. Uh, might have been PolitiFact or something. And they asked about like, hey, Beto kept keeps saying that 12 years until the end of the planet. Is that true? And their response was, we're so glad you asked. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, they were like annoyed about wow. it because, you know, look, the, the science, science and media, is a, they do not, they just don't work well together. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you see this all the time with food stuff. Here it happens where like scientists, like even though sometimes I think they recommend things that are crazy uh, to fix these problems, you know, they're, most of them are trying to do good work. Yeah, it's the media that takes these things, blows them out of proportion. The, the it's the it's the politicians mm-hmm. who do this, where they try to. I want to implement this thing I've been trying to pass for the past twenty years, and now if I use you know, uh, you know a, a couple degrees Celsius to push this thing through, maybe I can get it done. That's where the the real problem is. Yeah, you know, look, I, you know, scientists aren't supposed to run the country. We hire uh, representatives. Uh, not just like implement everything scientists say. They have to take the whole picture into account, not just this one thing. Well, I'll tell you this. We have to learn from our procrastination. Any further delay mm. brings the need for larger, more expensive and unlikely <laughs> yeah. cuts. Yeah, it does. We cannot afford to fail. 
is yeah. what they're saying. Yeah. This report gives us a stark choice. <laughs> Wait. Set in motion the radical transformations we need right now. Right now. Or face the consequences of a planet <laughs> radically altered by climate change. This is the United Nations that can't afford to fail. I mean, that's all they do is fail with the United <laughs> yeah. Nations. They, they've managed all right. Can't take it. It's, I, this is like put the lotion on your skin or you get the hose again. Like it's like you, yeah. it's like a, cre- a creepy serial killer has kept us all hostage. <laughs> and they're just like, they do what we say or it's going to get worse. Yeah. It's constantly that message. And you bring up, put the, the lotion on your skin. Uh, that is supposed to cause cancer now too, right? What? Oh, come yeah, on. No. The SPF thing? Have you, heard, have you yeah, seen? Yeah, I did something about this on, on Wonderful World of Stew a while ago. It, there's not, I mean. Did you eat it? Yeah, I did, did, you, eat it. did you eat it. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah that's fine. Okay, as long yeah, as you eat it. Yeah. I will never get a sunburn on the inside of my esophagus. Uh, or uh-huh. your tongue. Or my tongue. Or your that's tongue, which is great. <laughs> a benefit there. I mean, everything causes cancer, right? Everything uh, that they test, well, because they test it to such ridiculous levels. Yeah. That was the yeah the the uh, IP uh, the UN did this and they they tested it was hundreds of compounds oh and they've done it and every time a new one gets tested and it comes out it's like oh it's it could cause cancer you know all these states react they change the laws there's huge stories about it what they never tell you is that every single one of the things they've ever tested has said that they could cause it could cause cancer wow. I think with the exception of one wow. and there was one that said they were uncertain about and you're talking about. Probably tens of thousands of things oh, yeah. that have been tested. Now, All these right? compounds, stuff like pickled vegetables, for example. Mm-hmm. Pickled vegetables <sighs> cause cancer. You Unbelievable. Know, everything. The cell phone one is a big one because they keep they constantly say the cell phones can cause cancer, and it's like, well, the way they found this are, are in rats that develop cancer differently than than humans, and it's like. If you use your phone all the time for 10 straight years and had it taped <laughs> yes. to your head, and it's like, well, and even sleep real. with it taped to right, your head. Exactly. And even then, it doesn't cause cancer. It might increase it. And you live on a power line. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? All right. You can hear uh, Stu and I coming up on the Glenn Beck program, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.